good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 4th of April, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bunny Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards the third of The Athletic. We do have to use Zoom audio today because the kid forgot his microphone. He's in Indianapolis, and he forgot. Couldn't hit no, Omari. No, 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 no. I didn't forget my microphone. I chose not to bring my microphone. Oh, even better. Cool. Okay. Thanks for the clarification there. Could have asked Omari. He's what in the next hotel room be like, Hey, I know you do the pod with Bryce. Give me that microphone for 20 minutes. No, I'm the only, I'm the only beat guy traveling. I've been the only one traveling for the last week. Oh, okay. All right. We'll look at you being hard at work. I don't know if we need to actually do this Uh, for posterity. I want to, I want to cover all the bases here, James. I'm not going to necessarily issue an apology, but it was one week ago that we were taping this show. And I said, you know, the Oscars are underway. By now you're listening to this. You already know what happened at the Oscars. See, what I thought I meant was like, you knew that like Coda won Best Picture and like Kristen Stewart won Best Actress. Well, only one of those things actually happened, but then another thing happened too. Uh, James, by now people have had a week to digest this. Uh, What is the Bunny Cardigan's official stance on the Oscar situation? Um, Like, do you mean, do I think it was staged? No, like, no, like, here's mine. I don't don't want to make the statement for us, but here's mine. I don't care. And let's move on. Yeah, I don't care. Should Will Smith have done it? No, I respect the genius of it. Um, Didn't have Twitter fingers. No, to me, it looked like Chris Rock. In his mind, it was like, oh, this is like a comedy bit. He's coming up here. Also, because Will had just laughed. He was laughing at the joke. Yeah. And so he. He let him get close. He the slap surprised him, and he was hosting the show. Like he wasn't going to lose his mind. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was staged, but it was certainly, it was certainly an event. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just we'll move on. That's the Bunny Cardigan stance. Is that we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah. It's it's not it's not worth it. I'm surprised you didn't dive straight into the news of the week. What is the news of the week, dude? You are by far. The biggest, well, let me take that back. You are one of the biggest Killian Hayes fans. Oh, that he had the best game of his career and it's not close and that he's like our Draymond Green now? Sure. Yeah, that that Killian Hayes game. Yeah, so good news, bad news there. That was the Thunder game, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep, was incredibly sick. I threw up 12 times that day and did not get to watch that game. So that was the night that I texted you and I was like, hey, I'm how not do you, feel- hold, on, hold, on, hold on. How do you throw up 12 times? Jarring, isn't it? That's what I mean, happens. That's like- yeah, it was. So I was timing it. The most that it happened was three times inside of a single hour. And I don't want to because I don't want to get into it because that's gross and give details and stuff. So I'm not going to do that. But that day was very, very difficult for me. So I'm still reeling from that. So. so if it if it like I'm my my like core and like my chest is like sore from like the you know uh but anyways so i wasn't able to watch the game that was the night that i text you and i go james i'm not feeling well so i just checked the box score what the hell is going on i was like killian has 23 field goal attempts saban has 12 assists isaiah livers has a double double now the first thing you said is is Cade hurt (laughs) because i saw he had played seven minutes and I'm yeah. like, what's going on here? What's what? What did I miss? I'm like, did he turn an ankle or something like that? No. They, what? Do, do, do they were just like, we need to out tank Sam Presti. 
Yeah, essentially. I mean, they were given a they. You can't out tank the Thunder, but that was the Pistons' best effort to do it. So, and like I said, um, the the Pistons bench, if they played all forty eight minutes, probably would have beat that Thunder team. I'm sorry. What is this text that I just got? I don't know. You tell me. We have Carson Edwards. You're late. Late? Oh, yeah. You don't have Twitter. Uh, yes, Shams. My, my <laughs> wait, colleague. Wait. How long ago did this happen? Within the last hour and a half. So I'll oh, break okay. it down. Shams reported at The Athletic. Go subscribe to The Athletic. Read my story on The Athletic right now. Um, Shams reported that they signed him, signed Carson Edwards. I then followed up and wait for it. You're gonna, you, this is breaking news to you. This is awesome. This is I love this. Uh, I then uh, the reported, roster spot. We need a roster spot. I then reported that Chris Smith is getting waived, <laughs> released, <laughs> and Braxton Key got the two way spot. Uh, Chris Smith, for those that might have missed it, just underwent his second ACL surgery, and I think as many years or, or in three years, so. Um, he, he was already signed to a two-year, two-way deal, which obviously the Pistons were anticipating to be patient, but it looked like he would have been out for another year. So, <laughs> yes, okay. I forgot you missed that. So, okay, Carson Edwards didn't work in Boston. They tried to make him baby Marcus Smart, and then wasn't well, he, he just defend, playing? Yeah. Right, and he can't score, except in the G League. Cause he was just, was it Salt Lake city? Is that where he was just, he played like he, he played for them this year and scored like 30 a game. I'm pretty sure he scored like 30 a game in the G league this year. So uh, yeah, I don't remember. I, I haven't checked yet. That's cool. But yeah, in the NBA, it's like, so now, okay. So Pistons fans have been like, well, maybe we'll get Marcus smart. What is it next year? I think in free agency is when Marcus smart is it this year or next year. It doesn't matter. Now it's like you have baby Marcus smart, but he actually can't score or make people better or well, he can score. I wouldn't call him baby Marcus smart, but yeah, he can score. That's what the Celtics tried. That's what they wanted. Our our good friend, uh, Keith Trudeau or Keith black Trudeau said that he believes it is a direct competition for Frank Jackson. Okay. So I don't know if I agree with that, but, um, I, I guess I could see the similar skill sets, yes. Yeah, I mean, the immediate take for most people would either be, I think, Saban or Frank. And I think Saban might be the one. Y- yeah, but I think the reason that I would lean towards Frank is because Carson's game in the NBA hasn't been that of a facilitator. It's been that of a scorer. So, like, with Frank Jackson, how remember when he came here and I didn't like him because I was like, he's not a fucking point guard. And then once yeah. he wasn't a point guard anymore, he was really, really good. Yes. There you go. So I just think that's there we go. It's Carson Edwards. So yeah, I cool. think the correlations is is easy to make. Um, yeah, but I don't. Frank was Frank shouldn't have been playing in that Oklahoma City game. He was so, clearly overqualified for that type of competition. Okay, so so this isn't but, this isn't a two way. It's just a he's just on the roster. It's an end of year deal, so he'll finish out this year. I'd imagine I haven't gone into the weeds because, quite frankly. Um, I don't care enough to use text <laughs> to figure out the intricacies of this deal. Um, you only have so many bullets t- every single every single year, and you want to use them wisely. I mean, I have bull. I mean, I have bullets to use, but I don't want to annoy uh, people with the Carson Edwards deal. Uh, my guess is the second year is non guaranteed, so there's a there's a good chance he's not even on the roster come uh, training camp next year. 
Okay, so that was breaking news with Nick. I I genuinely <laughs> didn't know that. Uh, yeah, who texted okay. you? I uh, I got it. I'm not gonna. I don't want to name names because it okay. would be a, it would be a name drop, and I don't want to do that. Uh, Koc. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It, it actually was not Kevin. Um, okay. I so would kill him. I would be jumping up and no no no. I want to do because uh, we don't we don't have that long today. We have to do a yeah. little bit of a shorter show. I have a a draft thing that I want to do. But can I ask you a Killian? Just yes. to close. Yes, go ahead. Did that Killian performance do anything for you? Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes just, you... re- it just reaffirmed that, uh, you know, I think what we've discovered with him coming off the bench, although that game specifically wasn't really like a, it had nothing to do with him coming off the bench. And I think it was more so just the fact that he was playing Oklahoma City and, you know, could kind of. Um, but there's an aggressiveness that he's been playing with ever since we moved him to the bench where it's like, he's really trying to prove who he is. And so I think, um, was it 20? I don't remember what it was all the time. I was like 24, like 26, seven, five and five, 26, or something. Eight, five, six, five, five, something, something. He did something. No piston has done since Grant Hill. It was the Killian game. You always thought that you would get. Um, and we got it in year two. Can I, all right, this is my thoughts. I no bumps in the road. Go ahead. Um, Killian has played significantly better the last week and a half, two weeks. Uh, he's certainly turned a corner in terms of his aggressiveness. I asked him about using his 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 physical his his presence. Are you have to throw up? No, I'm okay. Go ahead. Okay, using his physical frame more, and he gave me a great answer. Said he was he actually grew up a smaller guard, and it's something he's adjusting to. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, yeah, he's certainly been more aggressive. As to the performance against OKC. I think the biggest takeaway, and I saw Laz tweet this, and I didn't tweet it, but I agree. I, I was thinking it. I think the biggest takeaway from that is that Killian, if he were sent to the G League, would dominate. And I oh, think there yeah. was, I think there was a question for many if that would actually be the case. Um, I think if he went to the G League, you would see more of those type of performances that you saw against the OKC Blue the other night. So that's that's a good thing that, that fans that were like, "Can this guy even do this in the G League?" Yes, you can. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it uh, for those who remember Killian's rookie training camp when Rod was like, man, Killian's got a ball. He got the ball on the string out there. That would be Killian in the G League. So we, we don't need to worry about that. Killian would be really good. In the G I League. forgot about that. And, uh, well, we're going to get Rod on here soon. He's because he's leaving. Did we talk about this? Uh, I think we mentioned it last week or maybe if we two. didn't shout out to my brother, shout out Rod to Rod. Here in Detroit. Yes. He's, he's leaving after the season. We will have him on the pod uh, probably not next week because we'll all be in Philly and we'll have to do like an end of season pod, but maybe the next week. Yeah, we have a lot of guests uh, in the chamber. Do we want to just rattle them off to get people excited? That no, because they're probably not going to happen. <laughs> What's funny is like most of them are just a matter of if you ask them or not. One of them is on two of them are on me. Two of them are on me. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll figure it out. Okay. One will one will definitely get. Okay. I don't know which one that is. So March Madness. Uh well, James, it actually happened. Coach K did lose to North Carolina again. Yeah. Then that you, sucks. You know what? I, you know you, what's interesting about that is I didn't know that Duke led that series 50 to 49 going into that game. That was game 100 behind, between Duke wow. and North Carolina. And they tied it up. Wow. Now nah, he's got to run it back. That's He's wow. Because he lost the last two. So he blew a he blew a 50 to 48 lead. Yeah. Essentially, yes. Wow. That's some punk shit by Coach K. <laughs> if he really retires like that, wow. 
uh hey are you on the, are you also on the i i just learned about this this train recently coach cal's a fraud yeah did you, did you know this i did not know that this was a thing that people thought but i'm totally in on it because they're right well yeah what has kentucky done exactly i hadn't yeah. there, I, I don't know why i was just like i was like they oh they had the best players for a decade and won one championship great recruiter and that's it stop stops there it's like rick patino i take him to strip clubs and casinos it's a bar but i think rick patino is a better coach can i tell you if there's an nba player that people need to stop dropping bars about you know who it's got to be it's got to be steph because they all sound the same yeah, there's only so many. It's got, I got shooters. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be something like, got him great, exacerbate the guy I might hurry because when we get to shooting, boy, I'm knocking shots like I'm Curry. It's going to be something like that, and it's going to be yeah. corny every single time. James, yeah. we got the draft coming up. Oh, two weeks ago, you asked me to do my top seven. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give you five. And I texted you last night, and I said, I have the official pick of the Bunny Cardigan show. Okay? I'm tying both of us to this. Uh, we'll see. Let me hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to preface this, uh, with a few things. Uh, one James in the past has been, um, you are at your, your highest level of upset with me when I don't stick to my guns, when I bail on something that I should have believed in, that is when you are the most disappointed in me. And I'm going to do something with this that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to change the landscape a little bit. Whereas what, whereas what people have heard from me in like the last month or two in terms of draft stuff, I'm flip-flopping completely. All right. So this is going to be, I just, I titled the note document, uh, Nick's draft stuff. And I named like my top five, one thing I like, one thing I don't like, and I'm going to read it very plainly. Okay. Okay. Let's start with Paulo. James, here's what I like very simply. I wrote, he might be the best shot creator in this draft. And that's it. That's yep. all I needed to write. And, you Great know, passer. The, the, yeah, the one thing I said at the beginning of, uh, of the tournament was I was like, what upsets me is when people like today is the one year anniversary of Jalen Suggs hitting the shot against UCLA. And it was that moment go, to send them to the natty that everyone was like, is Jalen Suggs the number one pick in the draft? It's like, no, he's not. So I don't want to do that with Paulo, but it's like. He's been so convincing, you know, in this yeah. in the tournament run that he had. The the one thing I wrote that I didn't like is two things. <laughs> the one thing I don't like about him, two things. One, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out with him. I don't know what I don't like. Yeah. But but if I have to pick something and I noticed it last night against North Carolina, He's like just checked out sometimes. And that's all that I could figure out for right now. Yeah. I was going to add to that point. My least favorite thing about Paulo, and it's a bit concerning. Um, I just like when he's off the ball, like it almost feels like he's useless. Sure. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't cut well. Um, he doesn't. Eh, he's obviously not a great shooter yet. Developing one. Like I just, I just feel like he, you don't notice him when he doesn't have the ball in his hand, and I think yeah. that's a problem. I don't. I mean, he, I don't think he's like a knockdown three ball guy. But I'm if he puts it up, I, you know, defenses are probably holding their breath for a second. And I'm, I'm pretty famously the guy who hates when people do draft comps. But I really see the Julius Randall thing. And yes, a lot of that has to do with the frame where he's just built like a tank and all the jab steps. Yeah, I mean, I could. I think he's as a, a better basketball feel and IQ than Julius Randall, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, 
my comp would be more like um damn i had one uh come back to me are you gonna say like bam or something no okay yeah hey do you want to i don't know if you want to say it actually never mind uh let's move on to chet holmgren yeah now i have also said recently shout out to lazarus jackson that i am on the chet train i stopped being like an idiot about it i stopped being a five-year-old and was like he can play he can put the ball in the hoop so here's what i like the obvious in that he's one of the purest scores at the rim that we've seen in a considerably long time scoring like 72 percent at the rim and i like that you know the biggest knock that people have on him is going to be about his frame but despite that he still plays really aggressive basketball on both ends yeah. um here's what i don't like and i didn't I was like, how do I say something that's not about his size? Like, what can I say that's different? You know, um, here's what I don't like. Legitimately, one of the clunkiest perimeter defenders that I've ever seen step on a basketball court. But that also, here's the thing is anything you don't like about him just has to, eventually will just go back to his frame. You know what I mean? So, you yeah, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't dare. But I like yeah. Chet. Yeah, I like Chet. Uh, I do. I'll say it. I know it's a whole thing. I worry about his frame. Um, there it is. <laughs> I think the two-way potential is real, but can I just say? Can I just say every big recruit, every big uh, recruit, every big uh, prospect has a significant flaw. Listen, I feel like moving forward, just in regards to Chet, across the board, let's just fucking stop being like I don't like his frame. I want to hear somebody be like, I do like his frame. That's going to surprise me. I want, because we, I feel like we don't need to keep prefacing the elephant in the room with this guy. Everybody knows it. You can look at him and be like, I know what the problem is there. And then these, these pundits get up on TV and they're like, well, you know, you hope he can put on 35. No shit. Jay Billis. I'm, I would, I would imagine that that's, that's going to be the plan. No fucking shit. I had somebody tell me that they compare him to wait for it. Kevin Garnett. Okay, so we're going to move on to Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey, a guy who I have been on record, big Jaden Ivey guy. I'm just going to say this. I like Ben Math more than Jaden Ivey. So I wrote for I like, all caps, three words, guards who rebound. Yeah, shout out the good old Josh Hart. Yeah, ooh, ooh, is that a... Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, Jaden Ivey's better than Josh Hart, but I like that. I like yeah. where your head's at. I like where your head's at. He rebounds like Steph Curry, but now nah, I like the Josh Hart one better. Here's what I don't like about Jaden Ivey: he plays like Roadrunner, and I don't know if he makes his teammates better. He's super ball dominant. If he's do, like, if you watch a typical Jaden Ivey possession, he's dribbling like eight or nine seconds out of the clock, and I don't love it. Yeah, I we're we're in agreement there. I don't I, I don't love Ivey. Now we have two left, James. And Your two favorites. Well, if I had to guess, the reset hasn't happened yet. There hasn't been any flip flopping yet. So one of these guys is going to get flip flopped on. Let's start with Jabari Smith. Here's what I like about Jabari Smith. Oh, someone's getting left out. Never mind. I, I forgot we didn't do Jabari. Keegan Murray is not in the, he's in the next round of this. Okay. So don't expect to hear Keegan Murray. Incredible defensive instincts and has one of the prettiest pull-up threes in the country. That's what I like about Jabari Smith, among other things. This is just supposed to be like a quick little bop. Here's what I don't like. Until he develops a better handle, I worry that he will get punked by an average three through five. Additionally, 
if you are, what is he, 6'9", 6'10"? How tall is Jabari yeah. Smith? And you're, six, only 10, sh- six, 11. you're only shooting 43% on twos. I don't love that. Yeah. And all of the other guys that I've named and the one guy that's left, they all shoot, they all make over half of them. And then you have Chet who makes fucking 70% of his. Yes. Um, so the reset that I have slowly begun to do on Jabari Smith is uh, damaging, hopefully. Not hopefully, not hopefully. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm wow. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm out. I think I'm out. All right. I'm not mad at it. I like now, Jabari, but I, I, I have worries. Like you said, I don't know how he is off. The, I don't know if I love him off the dribble. Um, I don't know if he'll be able to finish against good defenders um, inside the arc. And you could just be looking at a pick and pop floor spacer. A three and D big. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I was going to say something right now, but it'll also apply to the next guy. So I'm just going to hold it. Now we're going to end this little thing with guy from university of Arizona, Benedict Matherin. Such a hard name. So good. Yeah. Here's what I like James about Benedict Matherin. Here's what I wrote. I like, he might be the best player in this draft. Cleans up misses. Prettiest wow. and purest jumper in the class. Here's what I don't like, though. I disagree his, with that last part, but I'm, I, I respect Prettiest that. jumper in the class? Oh, his mechanics Jab- are I think Jabari's is prettier. Valid. But I, it, to me, it's been math because he's just okay. so square. It's so pretty. Um, but to be fair, for Jabari, I also wrote that he has one of the prettiest pull-ups. So here's what I don't like about Benedict Matherin, just so I'm being fair. I wrote, I don't like that he's not already on my basketball team. James... <laughs> How often is the best player from a draft the first pick or the second pick or the third pick? How, how, like, if you look at it, it's usually the guys that are somewhere between like five and 30. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'd actually I would, don't know yeah. if that's true. I'll have to look. Cause uh, I mean, I think the last time I said something like this was when I said no teams ever get the number one pick twice. And then I looked it up and fucking two teams had in the yeah. last decade. So sometimes I'm wrong about these things, but I know what you mean. Yes. You can find the best player in the draft outside of the top five very often, more often than you would expect. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, Benedict wait, Matherin. Wait, wait. my thing, yeah. my thing on Ben math that I don't love. I think he's an underrated passer. I think that should be added to the good. Uh, I, I love his directness. Like he doesn't have a lot of wiggle. He's not a guy that's, gonna like break you down off the dribble at least right now and like i i wonder about that like is he like you're he's a he's the most traditional two guard he's a traditional two guard like he he really does just remind me of kcp which is not a bad thing i'm just saying like he's not a guy that's gonna take the uh ball handling workload off of kate or anything well what i was gonna say to you is if he develops you know, give him three, four years to develop a, a sharper and fiercer handle. Are you seeing any Devin Booker in there? I don't know about Devin Booker. But yeah, I, I don't know say, if he's a scorer like that. Yeah, I don't know if he, yeah, he doesn't have, he doesn't play with quite the fluidity, but I could see like, I almost said something crazy. Say, um, I said last week, I said Jason Tatum is five best players in the world. Say it. Which is uh, like, uh, uh, I'm not gonna say it, but uh, I like Ben Math. Yeah, I like Ben Math. This is a Ben Math pod, right? 
Yeah, it's the Ben Mask. Yes, 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 hundred percent. Yes. Um, before we go, I want you to do one thing. Okay. Because the people have been asking for it. Yes. Oh, Sadiq and James update. Oh, Sadiq walked into his presser the other day and said, "I have the best shoe game in the league." Ooh, great compliment. The you got the the Zoom One Generation boys that you just got was with those the the, the Saint little, Vincent oh Saint Mary's yeah, yeah yeah the SVSMs oh my god yeah dude. I got Ooh. some heat right now um all right this is what I want you to do because the people want it and you haven't been on Twitter yeah go on a Cade why Cade should be rookie of the year rant okay so here's the thing is everything that I would possibly want to say about it you've written about like a hundred times i think my favorite thing that the pistons have put out is in the month of march that he averaged 27 and 5 and the only players to ever do that in a rookie season ever were michael jordan march of 1985 and oscar robertson who did it three times in his rookie year oscar robertson bar none the best rookie who's ever lived ever uh the, it's the you have the clutch points argument you have the 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 fact that the pistons have only i, I don't remember how many wins the pistons are at right now because it's so few but I'd say what a good 85% of them are just because Cade played really well in those games. Um, or just yeah. played or just was, yeah, he had a pulse for yeah. 30 minutes. Um, no, look, I, I hate to direct people to everything that you've written about him, but you know, it would just, why do you be, hate to do that? What the hell? Well, no, I'm just saying, cause I would like to have an original thought, but sometimes it's difficult when, you know, talk you, shit about the other guys. no, because I did that, and that's how I don't have Twitter right now. What about people that are going to vote Franz Wagner over Cade? Because I know one. Yeah, when's your ballot due? April 11th. And I know you can't talk about it, but... Uh, I don't think I can. No, you can't. Um, um, I, have a, I, have, I know somebody that's going to go Evan, Scotty, Franz. What are your thoughts on that? Um, do you like this person? Yes, but they're an idiot. They shouldn't have a vote. He That's told me take. it's called the rookie of the year, not rookie of the last few months. That is the most sinister take I have ever heard in my life. That is a foul take. I mean, I didn't agree with him, but can I just vote. say, can I just say something about MVP? Yes. Look, I'm not giving book MVP. I'm not, but people are saying that. Yes. But to the people who like want it, the reason that he's not going to win isn't because he's not the best player in the world. Like Ryan Rosillo had a whole point where he was like, uh, Are you talking about Devin Booker. Yes. Rosillo had a point where he's like, book can't be the MVP because at no point this season, have you looked at Phoenix and thought Devin Booker is their best player. And he's the best player in the world. At no point this year, have we said that Devin Booker might be the number one player on the planet. And that's why he can't be MVP. And I'm like, pump the brakes. That has nothing to do with winning the MVP, does it not like when was the last time a guy won in the MVP, a guy winning the MVP, you could have looked at them and been like, that guy's probably the best player in the world because it wasn't Jokic last year. Mm. No shot, man. And here's the thing is even Mm. if you believe, hold on, even if you believe he was the best player in the world, you would also have to acknowledge that it wasn't a consensus thing. Yeah, but he didn't get the consensus vote. But the majority, I think more often than not, the person we deem Actually, no, let me take that back because because KD LeBron would have hasn't won a fucking MVP in a decade. If if it was if it went to Has who he, is the best yeah. player in the world, he would have fifteen MVPs. He has what three or four? Yeah, I agree with your argument. I don't know. Like, but, 
He's and never, I, Devin's never been in the, con- like there's oh, usually I, like a revolving door of yeah. who's the best in the world. And Devin's and never entered the building. No. And I don't think he will, but that's not a, here's <clears> what I like about Devin. And again, I'm not saying that he should win MVP. I'm just saying that the arguments as to why he shouldn't are wrong. Uh, like I want him to get it. Can you, can you do me a favor, James? Yeah. I don't, I was going to make a joke, but I don't want to get you in trouble. Uh, I was going to be like, I'll slip you a 20. Uh, I don't want to get me in trouble. Well, depends I, on what you say. I just want you to put him fourth. It's considerate. Give it's only Booker. three. You can only do three. Okay. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think I can only do three. Okay, that's yeah, not happening. No, but I'm really excited for Cade to win Rookie of the Year. At this point, I think it's a foregone conclusion. I don't think. Like I, I think can, he. I think it. I think the the race is tight. I think it's going to be more of a toss up than it was a month ago. Can I tell you? I. I think Scotty might be second. I can't do that. I, I, and I, and I don't blame you and I don't think you yeah. should. Cause I, I, I think that would be foul, but I could see it. He's nice. Scott, Scotty is just so good at everything. Yeah, he is. And the Cavs have been slipping. Mobley's hurt. I don't, I don't know if he's coming back before the playoffs. Uh, I was having a conversation the other day, uh, top five favorite players in the league. And I said the only ones I could name were uh, I didn't include Cade just because I don't like doing because I was like, I feel like it has to not include players for my basketball team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did Giannis Tatum. um, I think I threw book in there. Uh, I threw Sabonis in there because I love him. And then KD, which you had. Why do you hate Steph so much? I don't hate Steph. You don't understand what my arc was with Steph Curry, where Pistons fans ridiculed me and and like uh, uh, exiled me because when I was growing up, I was a Steph fan. And then, yeah, I know. Yeah. So people don't need to. No, I don't hate him. You said last week when you were doing your Tatum. No, that was just because I forgot about it. I was genuinely because I just forgot about it. But I brought him up and then you said, eh. And then, and nope, because I listened to this episode last night, so I know this for a fact. And then I said, you're right. Swap and beat for Steph. Steph is better than Jason Tatum. And then you took Embiid out, implying that Tatum's yes. better than Embiid. Agreed. Yes. I will stick to that. Yes. And you're a sick individual. That's a bad take. It's a bad take. But you know what, man? The heart, the heart wants what it wants. And I really want Jason Tatum to be the second best player in the world behind Giannis. I love Tatum uh, so much so that I, I'll, I'll leave that there. See, this is what I was going to say earlier. I almost said the same thing earlier. So I feel like we should just say it because I almost did it too. Do you know? Yeah, you told me. I'll say it. Got the green one. Got the green one. Everybody on Twitter that was asking whose jersey I get the NBA store. I, I play with a group of people and we like to wear jerseys when we play. And I, I copped a Jason Tatum to hoop to play pickup in. Do you want to talk about how the NBA store didn't have Cade jerseys? What the hell? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I, I broke the Internet. Go ahead. Yeah, they didn't have Cade jerseys. I went in there. <laughs> I'd never been to the NBA store in New York. I've been to the one in Orlando. Um, as a kid, all, all the times I've been in New York for work, I had never went. We had some extra time before the game, so I went walking downstairs, see some jerseys, pretty much the primary ones, probably the highest sellers. There was like Lamelo, Trey, LeBron, the Lakers guys, Ja. I'm sure like the highest. Then you go upstairs, and it's supposed to be like every team representative. So I'm walking around, you know, Luca. Oh. Uh, Demar, 
Levine. Oh, uh, Cat. Um, Jaron Jackson. Cool, cool. Michigan State. I'm like, I did a whole lap. I'm like, did I just miss the Pistons jerseys? Oh, I should preface it. When I walk, when you go up the elevator, there are there is a Pistons jersey. It's just Grant Hill's teal one. So they had like three versions of like the Grant Hill teal. Um, in like their hardwood classic section. So yeah, I do a lap. I'm like, oh, I don't see any Pistons jersey. Maybe they're behind something or they're in different spots. They haven't been winning much. I could understand them like tucking them away. Did a whole nother lap. Didn't find them. Notice though that they have Josh Giddy's jersey out. They have 20 Mo Bambas. They had a manual quickly. And my and my buddy was like, Well, you're in New York. You're in New York, yeah. I don't give a shit if the NBA store was in the Knicks locker room. You don't have a manual quickly's jersey over the case. <laughs> and then I saw they had the Pacers kind of tucked away. Yeah. And I saw a Chris Duarte jersey. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. So I'm like, out of curiosity, I'm like, I go to the nearest, like, uh, floor worker. I'm like, you guys have any, any Pistons jerseys? I'm looking, uh, looking for a friend. Uh, he's like, yeah, we have these, like, Grant Hill ones. I'm like, no, 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 current players. You guys have everybody else's um, current players. So do, you have, do you have Detroit's? He's like, oh, I mean, yeah, he's like, we have Pistons. We have the blue ones in the back, but you have to go over the screen over here and get it customized, and you can get whoever player you want. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I posted it on Twitter, and the next day they had three K, they had five K Cunningham jerseys up next to Luka Doncic. So Pistons fans, you were welcome. Between that uh, and the Akil Badu, yeah, but there was another one. I swear to God, there was another one somewhere in there, right? There might have been. Those are the only ones I remember. The the fear of God that James Edwards III puts into these corporations is staggering. It's Just doing my job. It's journalism at its <laughs> finest investigative journalism at its finest oh, oh i should also man. preface it there was no king's jerseys at all either it wasn't just the pistons there was a no sub- king's jersey, or i didn't see any a sabonis king's jersey would be really cool objectively yeah objectively for you yeah the okay. kings i get like they don't have fans <laughs> the pistons have three titles and have the number one pick did you and see the- that yeah do you see the Kings fans who were like, oh, we revived Trey Lyle's career because he put up 24 points? Yeah, did I not realize he was like pretty good in Detroit? Yeah, but then they say, you know what they say to that? They say, well, Marvin Bagley's just doing the same shit that he did for us. So, and then we just are doing the Spider Man meme at each other, pointing at each yeah, other. Yeah, that's dumb. So, I saw a little bit of that. I didn't pay attention too much, yeah. but that's funny. Shout out to uh, Trey, though. Looks like he's having fun. It's been, uh, wow, I, I forgot. I, we're just 30 minutes removed from me learning that Carson Edwards is on my basketball team. Um, no April Fool's joke this year. No, and this is a Ben Math Pod. Let's get out of here, James. Let's do it. Oh um, wait, we I didn't. I never. I never no, did. We a... recorded this before the Pacers game. If we didn't say that, so if anything, oh, yeah. I, I don't even know if Kate's gonna play. So if anything, oh my happens... god, that 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 Halliburton forty five piece was crazy. <laughs> How about that, man? <laughs> that uh, that uh, Goga Bataze. 2020 was crazy man wow that edmund sumner 30 ball was wild man all right james uh if you're listening to this on our podcast be sure to rate five stars leave a review subscribe maybe if you're feeling generous leave someone leave a mean review on this episode uh please please don't do that it makes james really upset he screenshots it and texts me every single time he's like why would they say this about us i'm like james i don't know 
relax. He'll FaceTime me in tears. He's screaming and hollering. He's like, why would they say this? We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.